Hey everyone, welcome to the Making Creative Marketing Show. And if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, a marketer, content creator, where you have one hand in the marketing side and one hand in the content creation side, or you're just struggling to find a balance between either one of those, you found the right show. So this show is really going to be focusing on everything in between because content creation and marketing, they just, they collide, you know, hand in hand every single time. And sometimes they don't mix. Sometimes, you know, one is just waiting on the other and it could just be you doing both of those things. So it's just, you know, your left and right side of the brain trying to work together to make something that is beneficial uh, for yourself and your business without uh, self-imploding. So if that sounds like you, you're in good company because I am, in fact, a business owner who runs a small creative team that develops content for her businesses and brands and more about, you know, me later. But what I want to do kind of with this this first episode here is just give you uh, this nice little uh, mental reframe of I love listening to audiobooks, okay? I love listening to like sci-fi fantasy adventure novels. Um, I'll give you examples of those later, but I love series, right? Like I love really long books, like series that have like 14 books. Those are great. And the reason I love them is like the character development and the plot and how everything changes and how, you know, they evolve and you get more contextual information about like who they were, you know, before the story even picked up. But when you first start these series and when you start, first start these books, you're just dropped straight into the middle of the book. You don't know who this person is. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know where this world is, like what's happening in it. And you just keep reading and you, and you like learn to like, kind of fall in love with the story a little bit, hopefully. And that's kind of how we're just going to start this, right? Like not too much about us. Don't have any like super contextual information as this episode is episode one of the podcast. And we're just going to kind of take it from here. And hopefully we provide enough content, enough levity and character and, you know, connection to uh, keep you around for the following episodes. So today's episode, content marketing, how do you start how do you maybe restart? If you've been in business long enough, uh, like me, you have had iterations of what you would call restarting. Maybe not a dead stop, but like you're like, oh man, like it's time to to re-energize the system of what we've what we've created. Um, and you could say that about any system in your in your business, probably. Uh, at least I can for mine. So as we as we kind of move through this episode, uh, the starting and restart really is finding the linchpin in all of this. Okay. So like the linchpin is like the one piece that's really keeping everything, uh, from moving along. And for, for a lot of people that could just be the filming of it, right? Like you have the idea, you can edit, but like filming just takes so long and you're just not accomplishing what you want or what your, what your sites are set on is, is too short sighted and it's not developing enough content and enough value in the long term. Uh, for you to feel like it's worth it uh, to keep to keep producing and making this content uh, that gets pushed out for your marketing. So we're going to start there, right? So if you could sit down as a business owner and you're you're thinking to yourself like, okay, what is what is my linchpin? Okay, um, a good example is for me is we have a very small team. It's it's me, 
Um, sometimes we hire uh, like contractors here and there for projects, but we have a video editor who's remote and we have what I would call like my, my marketing assistant who is remote as well. And so we never see each other. It's just all online meetings. And so the content creation point for us is me. And so I have to find a way in this time that I'm a dad and that the time that I'm trying to stay physically fit and then run the business and be prosperous and do all these things, right? You're, you're trying to do it all. How do I manage to make content for my business that does more than just show up on Instagram? Uh, and how do I do it practically and sustainably? Well, here as this master guru that I am, which I will never proclaim to be, uh, that, was, that was sarcasm. So as we look at this linchpin, I am the linchpin, right? I am the person who needs to be creating content on some sort of consistent basis. And it, as, as somebody who can easily create, you know, 40 to 50 pieces of content in an hour with somebody, it is extremely aggravating for me to create content on my own. And so I have set out to work with other photographers and videographers on a consistent basis. And I am, you know, whether you're paying them, like I literally just paid uh, for somebody to help me do like a reboot, right? To like really get started because my team has the ability to take all the content that I give them, edit it, post it, give me copy, like the linchpin is, is in me and then creating the consistency within the business to deploy my, you know, my employees, my, my other creatives. I hate saying employees, but like they're my team. And I am the linchpin that is keeping my business from growing. And the best way that I have found to do that is to give that responsibility to somebody else, right? To be more accountable to somebody else because we, we know as, you know, individuals, parents, or, you know, business owners, we will put ourselves last, but we will always put our clients first. Um, we'll put somebody else first. We're much more willing to compromise our time than somebody else's. Um, and so making our time accountable to somebody else, just like a personal trainer or, or whoever, um, is, is the best step because what I found is that if you do this, if you start giving your time to somebody else, you're like, oh man. And you're like, I don't know if I can afford that. I don't know if that's something I'm willing to take on. Like it is, and it doesn't always have to be a, a forever thing, but to get you in a system to get you to start developing the system that allows you to outgrow uh, this initial structure. This is I, the best place that I've found, not just for obviously my clients, because that's what I do for them. Uh, but for us personally, is the best way to start is to start developing this relationship um, to do this. And this, everybody doesn't have to do this by any means. But this is essentially what helps you. Uh, because it introduces one other person to this. And if, you know, maybe if your goal is to stay a solopreneur, then, you know, maybe this doesn't apply as much to you, okay? But if you're looking for partners, right? If you're looking for a content partner in your business, you don't ever want to have to hire them as like a W-2 employee or whatever, but like you're willing to partner with them, pay for their service, but they work very closely with your business, this is a great start for it. And this person that you hire right out of the gate may not be that person forever. It may just be for the next month, for the next quarter. doesn't have to be your forever person. But this is the kind of relationship that you want to develop. 
And so if you're, if you're sitting here and you're asking yourself like, okay, like I don't really have a huge budget for this. What can I afford? Well, if you are a realtor, if you were, uh, own a bakery, if you own an online shop, like paying for this on some consistent basis can look very different. Um, there are, you know, people who are just starting out who are photographers who want to get into the video space of shooting B-roll and B-roll is literally just, uh, essentially accent, what I call accent detail shots, um, of you doing something, right? There's no audio. You're not talking to the camera. Uh, you don't even have to be looking at the camera. Your face doesn't even have to be in it. If you don't know what B-roll is, that's, that's it. Um, and if you don't know what B-roll is, you can just go on, uh, basically Instagram and that's everything that's trending. So that is a great way to start is to get that relationship of like, I'll do this once a month and once a month may not be enough in the beginning for you to create enough content to fill what you think your needs are. Okay. And what, what I mean is like, you might want to post 30 reels in 30 days, but your system doesn't support the outcome. Okay. And, and that's one thing as a business owner, as a service provider that, you know, you have to learn and you have to explain to clients and even to yourself, uh, is that your system does not support that kind of outcome. It doesn't, it doesn't support those kind of results. So how do you engineer something that a isn't 100% heavily on you and B, how do you make it consistent without it being such a heavy lift, right? So for example, if you went out and hired a photographer and you're like, Hey, I'd love some photos, but I'd also love to do video. And there are probably, you know, maybe they're going to be like, Hey, I, I don't really do a whole lot of video. I'm like, listen, if, if your camera is good enough, that's fine. But if you feel comfortable doing this and your, your name doesn't have to be attached to it, but if you would like to explore, if you would like to maybe expand your service offerings, I would love to pay for these photos. But if you could take my phone or your camera and just capture these shots for me, right? Have a set list of ideas to come up with them, like depending on what their skill set is to be like, Hey, this is what I need. Um, because what you need will evolve based off of, you know, what you, what you already have. If you don't already have a content library, uh, a series of clips that you can easily repurpose and, and edit together to, to speak to some other point that you're trying to make and, you know, a post, that is a great way to start. And, you know, this whole conversation that we've been having is mainly talking about short form content, right? Like we're, we're mainly talking about you know, reels and TikToks and that kind of stuff. But if you're looking at YouTube and you're looking at maybe doing Pinterest or, you know, something along those lines that doesn't speak to short form video, but maybe, you know, some other variation, this is where setting up your system to support that, like a long form video is difficult. And the strategies to deploy long form, dif uh, long form video and be successful on YouTube is difficult. Um, and so a lot of people that we have like consult calls with, will look at this and you're going to be, they're going to be like, I just don't know where to start. Like there's too many hurdles we've tried before. We've been unsuccessful. We don't know what the problem is. And so they stop creating content because it's been un unsuccessful. Um, and the approach that I've always seen is like, keep 
keep the system moving. Don't let the system stop, but we can re-energize the system with a different approach. Now, if the system's completely broken, sure, but more often than not, like there's no real system there. So it's either developing it for the first time or just making tweaks because where we've found in this whole uh, scenario of trying to, to work with somebody else's schedule, right? Like I know maybe you're sitting here and you're like, Kirk, man, like I can't work with somebody else's schedule. Mine's too hectic. Like, you know, I don't know if I have showings or I have appointments, I have Zoom calls, I have all these things. That is the trick to establishing a very secure system of producing content um, and analyzing your marketing. And I would tie those two together. Your content creation and analyzing your marketing and statistics, I would tie those two pieces together if possible at all. And so what do I mean by that is if whoever you're partnering with be like, I would also sit down with them or find somebody else who sits down on a consistent basis to go over them. Um, and what, it, what does that even look like? So you, you get together, right? So say you've had your first shoot, you shot B-roll, you, you didn't love it, right? Um, and you're not, here's, here's the expectation. This first shoot is not going to be everything. It's not going to be great. It's your goal is to make it mediocre. <laughs> and that sounds terrible, but the goal is to be mediocre and that you're satisfied with some of the stuff that you've got, but like some of it wasn't great, but it's your goal to now take that content and see if you can make it better, right? Like, can you use that? Is it bad? Because as business owners, as creatives, as marketers, we all have this idea in our head of what we want this content to look like. Now, the reason I say we want to pair together the review of this content and the making of this content in some way, shape, or form is because there are times where we are wrong with the content that we want to produce and the content that you know your audience wants to see does not drive. And, and that's a whole, that's multiple podcast episodes later. But that's why the review of it is key because it's your job to take that content that you get from that first shoot, use it to the best of your ability archive it, take notes, notice how it performs, how useful was it, and that's when you go back and you make an iteration into the consistency of showing up and con the consistency of paying for it. it. It allows you to execute and create more content in a shorter period of time with help. Like that is key. Um, and if it's your spouse, like that's a hack, that's just a life hack. Like if you have a spouse who is willing to dedicate one evening I mean, if you have kids, I know it's it's in, impossible. So I pay somebody else. But if you have a spouse or a best friend or somebody that you can meet with on a consistent basis to exchange some sort of mutual benefit and value uh, for them or even partnering up with another business owner, like it's you both have the same struggle. So you're like, hey, like, let's work together. Like, let's do this. Once you've done that and you keep coming back to like, hey, this is what worked. Hey, this is what worked. This is what worked for me. Like. Tying together mutual goals in, in the end here is is great. So it doesn't matter if it's another business owner. It doesn't matter if it's a photographer who's looking to take on and expand their services because reviewing it with them will let them know like, oh, I should shoot it this way because it will help me get better results. And that will therefore help me sell additional services. Um, so the starting and restarting of this content 
is is really looking at at a system basis. Like how do I consistently do this? Be accountable to somebody else and tie those those actions that are happening to those appointments. Meaning, hey, we're going to look at these five things. It doesn't have to be long, guys. Like this does not have to be an hour our review of your content. It just needs to be reviewed enough that you value it, reviewed enough that you can make improvements to it, and reviewed enough that you feel as though progress is being made. Because it is in the review of statistics, it is in the review of your content that you're like, yeah, I could have done that better. And the review of that is what allows you to make better adjustments to the systems that you're you're trying to build. Um, so the more often that you can get that kind of feedback, the more successful you're going to be by far. So that's, that's a lot to kind of get you started. And if, if you don't have that appointment already, like that's, that's kind of like your actionable step, I guess, for this episode. Um, and just, you know, some couple last anecdotes here to, to make that hopefully successful for you is, you know, value that time with them, come prepared, come with ideas. They can be bullet points. You know, they can be Pinterest boards. I love Pinterest. So like I always save B-roll shots. I always sh- like save like general just like moods and, and stuff like that. So and then just, you know, doing that, like that's that's the basics building blocks of a system is like, oh, OK, I'm going to dedicate 15 minutes to, to to planning this before my next shoot. And I know that from this shoot, these are the deliverables that I want. Like that content is going here. It's going to my Pinterest. It's going to uh, build my Google Google Drive archive of B-roll shots. Like you know where that content is going, and that's and that's a good step because a lot of people will get that content, look at it, say that they don't like it, never use it, never get the feedback, and never go back to improving that content. So that's kind of it there, guys. That's we're we're gonna wrap up the episode. And if you guys have any questions, you can follow us over at the Makery Company. And that's our Instagram. And that's kind of where we're going to be launching it, at least for now. We may end up starting a uh, an Instagram solely for the podcast. But for now, we're just going to be rolling it out there. So if you guys need anything, reach out to us there. Otherwise, make sure you guys uh, subscribe. And I know we don't have a whole lot of track record. But if you're, you're joining us and you enjoy this, leave a short review. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one.